Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager, mathematician, tech optimist, futurist, artist, and creator. And I'm here multiple times a week bringing you the news, an update on the market, some career advice, and also sharing what I'm geeked out about that day. So if you're not already, go ahead and subscribe on all platforms. I have the YouTube edition with Adi Adewusi. Like the videos if you like the videos. Uh, comment if you have a, if you feel something about what I say on the show. I am always wanting to engage with the listeners and the watchers. I'm also on Substack, so you can get the YouTube and the podcast directly into your email inbox. That is additionpod.substack.com. And if you want to see what I'm doing on TikTok, I apparently it's very entertaining. So go ahead and check me out on at additionpod on TikTok. All of my TikToks I share on Instagram at addition with Addy. And I'm also on Twitter at EditionPod. So please support the show. The show will always be free. So um, I appreciate if you go ahead and subscribe and follow and like and share with your friends. Okay, so let's dive into the markets. Thank God that the markets have rebounded. I was worried that we were going to go on a, a, a nosedive in the market. So Bitcoin still down five around five percent in the last seven days but it's back over forty thousand at hovering around 41k ethereum is down about 3.6 percent in the last seven days but it's back over three thousand at three thousand eighty two at the time of recording stock markets uh they the s p 500 is up 0.9 percent on the week and nasdaq is down 2.2 percent on the week so don't forget, markets rebound, they rise, they fall. We have no idea what where the markets are going to do. I'm not giving you investment advice, but um, the typical rule of thumb is buy low, sell high. So if you see yourself selling low at a loss, think twice uh, because the markets can change You know, in a span of days or weeks or months. Okay, so let's get to the hot topic in tech. So Meta plans to charge a 47.5% fee and NFT Twitter is not happy about this. So a reminder of what Meta is doing. So Meta, formerly known as Facebook, they have a VR metaverse, uh, which is basically a virtual world. And they're now going to let creators sell items. So they're not going to be NFTs, but um, items that you can purchase within the game that will um, Meta will take 47.5% of the revenue on that. So NFT Twitter is upset because compared to, uh, for example, OpenSea, OpenSea takes 2.5% of all NFT sales. So in the Apple's App Store, which Meta has been very vocal about criticizing, charges a 30% fee on all sales on the app store. So NFT Twitter is basically saying 47.5% is ridiculous. So here's my take on Meta's 47.5% fee. One, if you think that's too high of a fee, then don't sell into the 
metaverse that Facebook owns, no one's forcing you to sell your digital items in Facebook. Um, they're being very transparent as to what the fee is going to be. So if, if that does not align with your goals, then don't sell into Facebook. Two, if you do want to sell into Facebook because Facebook does have a huge reach and you know they have spent the time developing this huge platform, for some people it may be worth it, raise the price of your asset to cover the cost of the fee. Uh, that's not great for customers, but um, that's the nature of the world um, that Facebook is building. So it's going to be a premium uh, offering. And, and two, if remind reminder that if you're selling in a store, for example, Walmart and Target, 50% fees are not uncommon. So I'm not sure why NFT Twitter is upset about it. I think a lot of people just don't like Facebook or Meta. But again, I don't know why Meta needs to change their plan because people are upset. Uh, they're targeting a certain audience based on uh, the fee that they chose. They're looking for people who can are, are creating items that are worth marking up 50% in order to cover the fee. So this also goes into another question about centralization versus decentralization. So Facebook slash Meta is centralized and this is not uh, their metaverses a centralized metaverse. It does not, it's not open source. It's completely owned by Meta. And I think the, the resistance to Meta's metaverse is because it's not decentralized. But again, there are many decentralized options like Decentraland, uh, even OpenSea, which is centralized. If you want to sell assets on OpenSea, it's only two and a half percent. So you have options. I will share that I'm going through a centralized versus decentralized decision right now. Um, as you know, I'm building the Edition DAO and I want to build it on Ethereum because Ethereum is decentralized. However, Solana is comparatively more centralized and it's a much better user experience to build a DAO on Solana. So I'm there's always this constant battle of, are you going to go the decentralized open source route, um, which may be a little bit more challenging, or are you going to go the centralized route, which may be more convenient, but you're sacrificing some of your ownership, or in this case, some of your margin. So this is going to be a common topic, especially in 2022. Uh, people are debating the merits of centralized versus decentralized. It is getting very tribal in terms of what people are feeling, how people feel about this fundamentally. I, I'm not a decentralization maxi. I'm not a centralization maxi. Um, I think people, as long as it's transparent how these businesses are operating, um, it's on us to decide what's best for our business. So moving on to the career topic, uh, I want to share about how speaking opportunities grow your career network. So I credit this to my career coach, Mandy Woodruff. Uh, January through March, I participated in her eight-week career and financial coaching program called Mandy Moneymakers. I'll put a link in the show notes. And one of the things that she encouraged uh, was applying for speaking opportunities. So one, I had to overcome the idea of putting myself out there. 
So if you want to grow in your career, you have to put yourself out there, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's at networking events or at speaking engagements. Um, speaking engagements, it's an opportunity to share your knowledge, your, your thoughts, your ideas with a large audience at once. So the value that you're going to get from speaking at a conference or, you know, an industry event, I would say outweighs the potential, you know, nervousness or embarrassment that you have speaking. And also how to choose your speaking opportunities. So some conferences require you to pay to speak. Uh, sometimes they'll have a portion of people who can apply to speak without paying. But if you want to speak at a conference that requires a cost, typically it's, you know, a significant cost. You can ask your employer if they will sponsor you, you to speak at the event. Um, and also look at the audience. So the people, you should only be applying to speak at conferences where you're, the audience of the conference is going to resonate with what you're talking about and also resonate with you as a person. And also in choosing your speaking topic, you may be tempted to do a talk on, you know, what you're currently working on at your nine to five. But I encourage you to speak on something that you may be passionate about and aren't necessarily doing for work because your, your speech is just going to be more engaging and more effective. So I suggest those three things. One, get over yourself and put yourself out there. Two, uh, choose your speaking opportunities mindfully, thinking about the cost as well as the audience. And three, choose a speaking topic that you're going to be excited to talk about. Otherwise, your audience is going to get bored and it's going to be a complete waste of time. Okay, so going into what I'm geeked out about this week. So I submitted my first um, speaking application. Uh, there's a conference coming up in June called Lesbians Who Tech and Allies. So this is a great organization for women. So people who have spoken at this event are Kamala Harris, Sheryl Sandberg, Hillary Clinton. They have a great array of speakers. So if you're a woman in tech, I highly recommend you taking checking out the Lesbians Who Tech um, conference. And you don't have to pay to speak. So I applied to do a talk on DAOs in the creator economy. As you know, I'm a product manager. I am building mar marketing technology products. My speaking application has nothing to do with that because I knew I would be really excited about um, talking about DAOs in the creator economy. There are so many business models that can be used with DAOs and creators and also products that are going to be need either be need to be built or better versions of them need to be created. For example, I talked about my challenges um, spinning up a DAO on Ethereum. That's a great product opportunity. So yeah, so I'm excited that I put myself out there. If you're listening and are connected to the speaking committee for Lesbian Who Tech, please put a good word in for me. Um, I would, I think it's a really important talk and I'm excited to share it with that audience. All right, so that's today's edition of Edition. I will chat with you later this week, and I hope you have a great day. Take care.